Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. Today we have the last message in the series, adding it all up. Remember what Peter said? Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, what Abriana preached about last week, brotherly kindness or mutual affection. And to mutual affection, love. If you've missed any of the particular sermons on those individual qualities, just go to springnaz.org and you can get caught up. Today's the last one. What do you get when you add things up? You get a sum. And that's the title of today's message. The sum of adding it all up. Let's go back and read. I got a mathematician laughing at me in the audience. He likes the title of the sermon. (laughs) Second Peter chapter one. Verses 1 through 11. And if you're able, would you please stand as we read God's Word together? Second Peter, chapter 1, verse 1. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who through the righteousness of God and save of our God and Savior Jesus Christ have received a faith as precious as ours. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He has given us His very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort 
to add to your faith. It's a good moment to mention one of my favorite quotes from Dallas Willard. Faith is opposed to earning, not effort. We can't earn our salvation. But, I can't say this enough, church. It takes effort to have a relationship. We're going to talk about that a lot more in the rest of the message. Verse 5. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. Four. If you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, they are nearsighted and blind and have forgotten that they've been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, My brothers and sisters, be all the more eager. Let me give you the 2022 Nathaniel translations. Get after it. Be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fall. And you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for being our best friend. Thank you for helping us in life. Thank you for never leaving us or forsaking us. Thank you for all that we can do. Because you're in our hearts. Thank you for the strength that we have in you. Bless us now, Lord, as we spend a few minutes in your word. May the truths that are here be spoken and and nothing else. And Lord, may we see how we can take your word, apply it to our heart and our lives, and allow you to change us and make us more like you. It's your name I pray, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. We have a responsibility. If we call ourselves Christians, we have a responsibility to make every effort to add to our faith. I like how the King James Version translates verse 8 of 2 Peter chapter 1. In the King James Version, Peter writes this. And he didn't write the different versions. But this is what it says in the King James Version. For if these things, all those qualities we've talked about the last several weeks, for if these things... Be in you 
and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. If those qualities that we add to our faith, goodness, knowledge, and all the rest, abound, we will not be barren or unfruitful. This is fun. The Greek word translated abound is pleonazonta. It's more fun when you say it, so say it with me on the count of three. I'll say it one more time slow. Pleona Zonta. It's like you're asking a girl named Zonta out, guys. <laughs> one, two, three. Pleona Zonta. You said it, let me tell you what it means. To increase and grow in. To overflow with. To be filled with more and more and more. Those qualities. Add in the right stuff and you get good results, huh? And the results of when we add these qualities are presented to us by Peter in verses 8, 10, and 11. I'm going to go through them quick because I've got a lot to talk to you about this morning. First of all, we won't be ineffective or unproductive in our knowledge of Jesus. As a matter of fact, we will have increased fruitfulness. That's verse 8. We'll also have assured perseverance. We see that in verse 10. Peter says, if you do these things, you will never fall. We will persevere. And then we have a promised promotion into glory. What does it say there in verse 11? And you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Make every effort to add to your faith. And we read those promises and we realize it's worth the effort. This relationship with Jesus. That's it. As we make this effort, we're not alone. We can never do this on our own. In fact, how did Peter start his letter? We have His righteousness. It's all His divine power in us. The qualities mentioned in verses 5-7 through all come from our relationship with God. Without those qualities listed in verses 5 through 7, we will be ineffective and unproductive. And that's not the kind of people, the kind of Christians we want to be. 
We want to be disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. I shared this with the Wednesday night Bible study a couple weeks back. Because lo and behold, miracles can't happen. And I found something really good on Facebook. And since I've shared this quote with the Bible study, I've done more research on the author of the quote. Not a lot, but enough to know that he's a Nazarene preacher and teacher down in Alabama. Reminds me of Forrest Gump. Now, I don't know if he had Forrest's accent, but imagine he does as I read this quote. This is good. H. Lamar Smith is the author of this quote. And he says this. We have reduced the word disciple to student or learner. What we do not know is a disciple who followed a Jewish rabbi had one goal in mind. That he might be exactly like his rabbi. Not just in his teachings, but in the way he lived. They memorized his words. And were always prepared to share them. They sought to follow their rabbi's manner of living. In the case of Jesus, if we would be his disciple, we must seriously put his teaching into practice in our lives and we faithfully follow him all the way to the cross. We have learned that his cross has become ours. H. Lamar Smith followed up that quote with this Bible verse. Luke, chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus said to them all, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up their cross daily and follow me. Daily. Deny yourself. This is starting to sound a lot like discipline. Not that we've done something bad kind of discipline, but if we want to succeed in a goal, we have to be disciplined in it, right? It's just not enough to say, hmm, I think I'll do this goal. I don't think Paul Abraham Dean Heckman, Jamie Abbott, Garrett on the drums, or Isaac on the guitar just woke up one morning and started jamming out. I think there is some discipline in their gifts. That's the thing about discipline, is it's it's goal-oriented. And as disciples, our ultimate goal is to be like Christ. And disciples take action. 
That's why Peter says, make every effort. Reagan and I went to Mount Vernon, Ohio last week for a college visit. She loved it. We had a great time together. It was strange being back on campus after a long time. And I could talk on and on about what a great weekend it was, but it reminded me of being in college. And college 20 was a real thing. If you don't know what the college 20 is, I put almost 20 pounds on my freshman year of college. Mountain Dew and payday bars. I ate so many payday bars and collected so many wrappers, I mailed them in for a free t-shirt. Yeah. And I just recently threw it away or turned it into a dust rag, so... Well, a few years ago. I had it for a long time. But I knew that I had put on the college 20. And I knew it was probably a good idea to get in shape. And I made the decision too, my freshman year. But nothing really happened until I had to to deny myself payday Mountain Dews, and I didn't daily go to the gym, but three times a week my senior year, that was three years after I made the decision, by the way, (laughs) finally I started losing that weight. It took discipline. It didn't just take a decision, it took discipline. Adding these qualities to our faith is the action, the putting to practice of our faith. We continue to grow in our relationship with Christ as we put into practice our faith over and over and over and over again. And I don't want you to be discouraged. Sometimes we just, we're human. We fail. Sometimes... The goodness or godliness isn't there. We mess up. Sometimes we're not as good as getting in the Word as we need to be. Don't beat yourself up. I'm guessing the Holy Spirit lets you know. And He'll help you get back into it. And as we get in, to this type of living, this following Jesus, being His disciple, emulating how He did life. Over time, the qualities we've talked about the last few weeks just become a part of who we are. They become our internal wiring. And let me be clear. i got to say it again. Discipleship is more than just a single decision. I'm going to regret saying this, but I need to be very clear, church. And some people might get mad at me. So I'll tell you that I stole this from a preacher I heard at Iron Sharpens Iron. He said, men, 
I'm not just going to ask you to make a decision for Christ. I'm going to ask you to follow Him. He said, I don't do chicken wings and Elvis. Chicken wings and Elvis? What is he talking about? He went on to explain, I don't say bow your heads and close your eyes with nobody looking around so people can raise their hand to say they made a decision for Jesus and then say, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. You understand chicken wings and Elvis now? Disciples aren't chickens. They live out their decision. They deny themselves. They daily follow. This day in history, 23 years ago today, Laura and I went on our first date. First date with Laura. I remember, it might have been the day of the date. I'm sitting in the lunchroom checking this girl out at the pop station. I'm wondering if she's getting in the Mountain Dew. <laughs> it was Laura. She got a haircut. I was thinking, who is that chick, man? She's, she's hot. <laughs> and she turned around like, dude, I got a date with her tonight. Anyway, Laura had to decide to say yes, didn't she? But we didn't get married the next day, did we? No. There is a progression in our relationship. Just that first, the decision to go out together wasn't enough. We had to decide to spend time together. To get to know one another better. And now, many of you know, after you've been married a while, you can kind of know each other's thoughts or finish each other's sentences. It's like our walk with the Lord. Marriage is a great illustration of how that works. But if I was like, well, Laura, you are hot. And I do want to marry you. I'm not going to say this to your dad. (laughs) Because when I asked you, I asked him if I could marry you, he talked about shotguns and stuff. But I do, I do choose you, but I need to know what's the minimum I have to do to be in a relationship with you. Sadly, that's how many people and many preachers present what it means to be a Christian. And that's not the truth. I'm slamming it home, beating the dead horse, use whatever you want to say. It's more than a one-time decision. We choose to follow. We choose to let Him lead. We have decided to follow Jesus. And 
And let's not forget. He is always with us. He is the source of our life. We don't have to do this on our own. There's other messages where I can talk about how we have one another. Pray. That's how he designed it. In fact, when it comes to discipline, sometimes it helps out to have somebody to say, don't eat those paydays. <laughs> it helps to have that accountability. But the point I want to start to close with this morning, we have Jesus. The resurrected, living Jesus. Who said this? John chapter 15, verses 5 and 6. Oh, I do this a lot, especially in Bible study. I see the other verses and I say, you got to have bonus verses. Sorry, Garrick. There's not as much on the screen as there's going to be as I'm reading. Thank you. John chapter 15, verses 5 through 8. I am the vine, Jesus says. You are the branches. If a person remains in me and I in them, they will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do Nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. Showing yourselves to be my decision makers. Yes! No. Disciples. We are called to be his disciples. And it's worth the effort. Increased fruitfulness. Assured perseverance. A rich inheritance that awaits us in heaven. But while we're on earth, we must be disciplined in our decision, in our following Him. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page. Springwater Church the Nazarene on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.